Welcome to podcast number six, where we are interviewing the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. And today we have a special guest all the way from Irvine, California, where she is working at a Berkshire Hathaway flagship office. That's what they call it, right? Flagship? Yes. Flagship office. So it's a huge brand new office where she is doing so much incredible things. And today our special guest is DJ. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Glad you're here. So today we're going to interview her, discuss some of the things that she's been doing that's different from everyone, juggling some different things, being part of a team, being solo now, and just, you know, being a mom, a nurse, and doing so many things, juggling your whole entire life. And we're really excited to have you here today. Thank you so much. So thank you so much for coming. So my first question, I want to get right into it, is, uh-huh. is before you were a realtor, you were a nurse, right? That's correct. Okay. And then what made you start doing real estate? So that's the million dollar question that everybody asks me because I've been in the medical industry for 14 years now. I was a CNA, then I was a secretary, and then I got my license and became a registered nurse. And everybody asked me, how come you have you know this full-time nursing job? What made you get into real estate? Yeah. And um, actually, it's, it's quite simple. My, my answer is, why not? <laughs> you know, a lot of people have different interests. They like to do different things. And, um, you know, I said I wanted to get into it because my husband and I did property management. He had a property in Big Bear that he was um, renting out every spring and winter time. And then he also had a property of his own, his own property in Aliso Viejo that we were also managing. Yeah. So I helped him with that. And... We kind of, you know, collaborated and said maybe one of us should, should get our real estate license. It would benefit yeah. benefit us um, in the long run if we decide to sell property or, you know, manage more. Yeah. Um, so I took the plunge um, because with my nursing schedule, I only have to work three days a week. Oh, okay. And that's considered full time. So the rest of the days, I was able to do real estate because um, with him, he's been with his company for over 10 years, and he manages all of West Coast for his company. So it's harder for him to do real estate while Got he's it. managing and traveling. So, so it just I, made more sense for you to get your It license. made more sense for me. Um, I didn't know if I was going to like it or not, but um, I do. I really you, do. It's been how long have you been doing it? I've been um, licensed for about three years, but the first couple of years I was working full time as a nurse. It was really hard to to do real estate at the same time. Um, But now that I'm working part time in the hospital, um, it's better for me because I have more time. Do you think maybe someday you'll branch off of one of them is just stick to maybe nursing or just stick to real estate? Um, absolutely. Um, I think it's pertinent to to have a good foundation of my clientele yeah. for real estate and then eventually um, branch out and kind of phase out of the nursing and do real estate full time. Got it. So you're doing nursing three days a week and the other four days you have left for real estate. So how do, how do you manage all your time? What's your normal daily routine? Well, the good thing now, I've gone part-time as a nurse, so I only work once or twice a week, and the rest of the days I do real estate. So even after working 12, 13 hours, I come home and I do real estate. I'm on my mm-hmm. computer, sending out emails, following up with all my clients. It's it's quite a juggle, um, given the fact that I do 
have two kids. Yeah. So my daily routine when I'm not um, preparing for the hospital, because I get ready at 5.30 in the morning to work my 12-hour shift at the hospital. But when I'm not, um, I, I wake up early, 6.30, get my kids ready for school, make them breakfast, take them to school. And then I go to the gym for like 30, 40 minutes just yeah. to get Your blood my blood flowing, just to get my mindset and ready to take on the day. Yeah. Because I... I need that kind of like momentum and burst of exactly yeah. energy to get my um my day going yeah makes complete sense and so having all that time so you still have time to do your business even though you're working 36 hours pretty much in a row or are they <laughs> every other day or how does that work so um i make my own schedule okay. and um i'll work one weekend one weekday um since i only have to commit two days a week and it's it's doable it's doable. Okay. Yeah. And so is that maybe a reason that you first joined a team because you wanted, you're doing part-time, wanted to learn from them or why did you join the team to begin with? Oh yeah, absolutely. So when I first joined Berkshire Hathaway, we were part of, a, all of the um, new agents were part of a mentee program, mm -hmm. a mentor program where we had to work under them and close our first three transactions. And then after that, we had um, an option to either go solo or join a team. And I think that when, um, because I was still working full-time in the hospital, it was really great for me to join a team because when I'm there, they can um, help me with my clients if they have to do showings or answer questions about you know escrow stuff that yeah. I can't get to right away. Um, that's the good thing about having backup in a team is because you can fall on them um, to help yeah. you with your transactions. And of course, um, being that they're successful and they have a team, uh, they have a lot of experience that I was able to gain from them. Yeah, which you're is able to learn from them, use some of their techniques and marketing skills. Um, absolutely. Got it. And then you decided to go solo. After that, after you were on two teams before that, right? Yes, I, I had the opportunity to be on two very, very successful teams um, in which I've gained so much experience and knowledge. Um, and now just recently, probably a month now, I decided to go solo. Yeah. So it's something new for me. I'm, I'm kind of scared, but, um, you know, we'll see. We'll take it day by day. Yeah. Is, has it been feeling any different besides uh, not being on a team now? You know, to be honest, it's a it's a bittersweet um, just because I'm still fairly new, I would say, as a real estate agent. But this way, not being on a team, I can kind of just manage my time a little bit more. Yeah. Sometimes when you're part of a big um, team and they have a lot of production, you kind of have to make the available time. Yeah when whenever they feel they need the help and sometimes having two kids and having another job it's hard for me to do that so now that i'm solo i can kind of like just manage my time a little bit more got it and since you became solo, you, I, I noticed you just listed your own home that's right? correct yes how has that experience been being you know on the selling side now besides being a realtor now uh -huh. you get to see what it's like to be the seller dealing with everything is yeah. it stressful or what's going on there? You know, it was stressful um, just preparing for the house because it was my own. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things. I kind of was very tedious about stuff and OCD and just making it perfect because I yeah. felt that if it, since it's my own home, I had to 
kind of make an impact and use that to leverage, you know, other potential clients. So I had to, you know, um, just declutter all my kids stuff and just managing everything and marketing my place. Prior to listing my home, I, I had like 800 door hangers. And so I went out and, um, Part of them I did, but some other people yeah. helped me. But we went out into the neighborhood and tried to gain as much traction from my neighbors to to come in to my open house open for the house. first yeah. weekend. And you had a big turnout, right? We had a gr really good turnout because most of the open houses I've been doing lately haven't had a lot of um, people come by. But that first weekend, we had almost 100, like 70 people come over. Yeah, that's impressive. So that's quite a bit of From doing your work I see you're posting on Instagram you're doing your door hangers what else were you doing to market it um to be honest I never did much marketing I had I I wasn't spending dollars on um you know um marketing, marketing but I I feel that I need to now so yeah. I'm gonna start farming an area I'm gonna use the listing of my home to kind of leverage that neighborhood. So I'm gonna start um, sending out postcards. I did um, get, have you heard of like Lifestyle Magazine? Yeah, I've heard of so it. So I um, subscribe to that and I have a couple of my clients get magazines um, quarterly. With you on the cover, right? With me on the cover. So it kind of just shows that, hey, I'm here if you need anything. You know, just having my presence in front of them. Um, because a lot of times people just forget about you. You have an interaction with them and then they forget and then they use the next realtor that's always like sending them mailers or calling them. So I think getting into people's presence, it really helps. Yeah. Since you work at the hospital, could you drop off those magazines in all the waiting rooms there? You know, that is kind of... Um, or is that brown? <laughs> yeah, that's probably frowned upon because would they, know? they would know <laughs> you know what a lot of people in the hospital know now that I'm in real estate because some of my co-workers follow me on Instagram and Facebook then yeah. they'll see you know some of my posts um, from my real estate page and then everybody starts asking me so every day someone's like oh I didn't know that you sold real estate and in fact um I'm in escrow right now with a nurse. We're supposed to close today. From your hospital? From my hospital. And then I've helped other nurses list their home for a lease. Um, I sold a house to a nurse a couple of years ago. And now doctors are asking me like, oh, you know, I'm interested in this property and, and this so and that. Really like so it's really snowballing now. I think in the beginning, no one really knew because everyone just knew I was a nurse for yeah. the longest time. What's your method that you stay in touch with them? Or how do, do they normally come to you, your customers, or do you have to go get them? Well, to be honest, all of my business has been organically. Um, in the hospital, just one person mentioning, oh, DJ helped me with a house. And then it just kind of started with one person and now a lot of people know about it so i like to keep in touch so when i when i see him at the hospital um i'll share stories with them like oh did you know that i helped ray this and that are you ever interested in selling your home or where do you live i start off the conversation by where do you live mm -hmm. do you ever you know have you thought about selling or you're know, buying and then and then we'll go into the conversation of oh did you know that i sell real estate yeah. No, I never knew that, you know, and so it started off like Is that. Is that your way of talking or were you taught to 
ask people those questions? Um, it was just me, just you know, talking to to people. I never really, well, I, I lied. You know, I, I I did have friends that were successful, and I asked them like, "How did you get all these clients?" Yeah. They said, "You need to just talk to people. You yeah. need to get out there and talk to people, because no one's yeah. ever gonna know. It's like if you're selling something, how are they gonna know you're selling something if they don't know you're selling?" Exactly. So. Yeah. So you're really. Are there other realtors at the hospital or are you like, I'm sure there are, but. There has, there isn't that there I've, isn't? Heard, that I've heard of, okay. but um, now that people know that I'm in the real estate business, they've asked me how to get into it. Now mm, they want they to, want to and I'm like, it. no, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm supposed to be the only one selling real estate in the hospital. No, but I, I did share, you know, my experience and, and how to get licensed. Yeah. So. Awesome. So have you been um so juggling being a nurse and all that must be tough, right? How do you um what's your number one way to get business outside of being a nurse, being outside of the hospital? Oh, that's a good question. Um yeah, you're right. Juggling is is quite tough, but I feel like uh with my nursing background, all we do is juggle. You have yeah. doctors asking you questions, your family members, physical therapy. And so we're always juggling. So yeah. I think that's something that helped me in the real estate career because I literally sometimes have to do six things at one time yeah. at any given moment. So that helped me. But as far as getting other clients outside of the hospital, what I've recently started doing was um, farming the gym because I'm there all the time. And so it's a routine. People know that I'm going to be in there at 8.30 in the morning, and then I leave at like 9.15, 9.30. So it's more of like familiarity. Yeah. So they see me. And then when I'm wearing gear from Gabby, uh, they stop me in my tracks. They'll ask me like, oh, wow. Well, so they'll ask me about real estate. And they'll be like, where do you sell? Or, you know, and um, one person actually um, said, I want to use you when I, when they're when, ready. When they're ready. So it, it definitely has helped. I think, yeah, just getting out there, making sure people know that you sell real estate, uh, excuse <laughs> me, not real estate, <laughs> real estate. Real estate yeah. Then, um, then yeah, you it's just, just, so it's more people that see you and know what you do is more right. chances of getting business, right? Yeah, absolutely. Got it. And recently, um, what I'm going to start doing is all of my friends who are business owners, now that I have the magazines and cards, I'm going to drop off magazines to their place. And so like one person has a nail salon, you know, women are waiting to get their nails done. And if they see my magazine, they're going to pick it up and look at it next to, you know, some business cards. So all of the you know, business owners that I know, I'm going to just try to tap into that as much as possible. Are you going to sprinkle in a bunch of business cards in the magazine so when they open it up, it, falls it just lap? falls out? <laughs> That's a good idea. I haven't thought about that, but that would be funny. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I just have one more question for you before yeah. we open it up to the audience. Sure. So, And you've been amazing so far. All these answers just are inspiring, getting people out there, just doing what you do. And, but basically... You're meeting people at the hospital, you're meeting people at the gym, doing the nail salon, doing open house. I'm sure everything that you're doing generates people coming to you. But how do you stay in touch with them? Like someone who's ready, like not today, maybe in three months, six months, a year. What's your method to follow up with them? 
So now um, that I'm building my clientele and I have clients that I need to kind of um, keep in touch with, I have a CRM base yeah. where I get all their information. So I'll know when they bought a house from me, I can send them a card. If their mom send them a Mother's Day card. So I think that's important. In the beginning, I literally just wrote it on a piece of paper. I'll put it in Word format. But now that I'm building my clientele, I think it needs to be a little bit more um, structured. Yeah. So I did um, invest in a CRM. Oh, okay. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, DJ. You have been amazing. This has been podcast number six with our special guest, DJ. Thank you so much. And uh, so now I want to open up the questions to the audience. So it was a great podcast. I enjoyed it. Um, my you. question is, how did you decide what office to work at? Like, what were you looking for in terms of, um, you know, where to work or where to hang your license? Right. So I live in Mission Viejo and um, I was originally part of Laguna Niguel. And the reason why I went there was uh, after I got licensed, I got a flyer from the manager or broker and I decided to interview there. So it kind of just worked out, Laguna Niguel. And then when I joined the team, um, the Vaughn team, they later on decided to move to Irvine because most of their business was there. So I kind of just went with them, but I'm glad I did because Irvine, the manager, David, he's amazing. And everybody there is just really nice and kind of like the culture there is, is great. It's like family. You walk in and everyone says hi to you and it's, it's just a great feeling. That's culture. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hello, DJ. Hi. Pleasure meeting you, you and too. enjoyed uh, listening to you. Question I have for you. I know uh, you started on a team mm -hmm. and that was probably required kind of, but it was convenient for you as well. Right. Work with your lifestyle. Do you envision yourself? Sounds like you have a lot of contacts coming from everywhere. Do you envision yourself creating your own team? eventually you know I was asked that question and I think um, I think I can I think I have the ability to do it um, especially since um, I have great support I think I probably um, when that time comes I'll be out of nursing and doing real estate full-time and taking up more classes and just being well-versed in the real estate industry but I think I can um, I definitely do have that um, ability to do that. Thank you. Hi, DJ. Good to see you. You too. Um, what is your favorite thing about being in real estate? The, my favorite thing about being in real estate is just the connection with people. It's just, it's so simple. You know, you're, you're having a conversation, you're meeting people that are great. Like you never know, you know, you just broaden up your, um, yeah. You know, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just having that connection with people, you know, helping them in the time where they're entrusting in you and something huge and that feeling of being able to help them is just so rewarding. It's kind of like nursing, you know, when you're saving someone's life and you're helping them heal and um, getting back to their, um, you know, their uh, baseline state. It's just it's that feeling of, wow, you helped me. Yes. You know, so. That's it's that's the thing. It's awesome. just having interaction with people and and building relationships. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. Hi, DJ. Hi. Amazing. Um, 
podcast so far. Thank so you. just um, people who are um, starting off, you know, you being on a team, you know, mm-hmm. what some to do's um, or not do's that you would recommend, you know, for someone who is starting off um, since you have been on a team and now you're doing solo, what would you recommend if someone who's just starting off, like, what would you recommend for them as far as, you know, how to kind of start, you know, start being a real star and anything that you would recommend? Um. And, and is this question geared towards, like, being on a team or just in general, like, how to start so off? So how would, you know, because you started off as a team, mm-hmm. was there, would there be any tips that you can give? Like, would you recommend someone starting off to be on a team or would you recommend them, you know, to maybe being a solo agent as uh, when they first starting off in the industry? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Yeah, that's a great question. I think it really depends on what their intention is because for me, I, I really felt like I needed that support. But if they have, if they're full time and they're ready to go full force with the real estate, I think give it a try. You never know. Sometimes you'll be successful on your own. You just need the resources to really help you. And for me, I just, I just talked to all these successful agents. You got, you know, exactly. Yeah. And um, people that have been in the industry and just gained that knowledge, like, what not to do, what to do. I think starting off with your contacts, making sure you have um, you list them down. Because for me, I probably lost a lot of um, potential leads because I didn't keep in contact or I didn't write yep. it down in a in, um, a good format in a good way. So yeah. definitely that because you never know. Later on down the line, these people are going to remember. Like, hey, you know, so and so is in real estate. Let me go. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be able to answer that question, too. From the other side of the perspective, I didn't take the team approach. So I started off by myself and uh, for a year, and that was going pretty well. And then after that, I decided to partner up, which is not joining someone else's team, but Mm -hmm. getting a partner. And that was going, I I think it was going pretty well. It was just more of having someone to do things with. So it gets you to out there to do things together. You're doing open houses together. I mean, you do split the money, so you're not making as much, but still you're, you know, it's just, I thought it was just more fun to have someone to do it with. And then um, went solo again, and then just things started taking off again for me as well too. But absolutely, it's, I think it's a good idea to join a team to first start off with a successful team like DJ did, because you get to see how the best are doing it. You get to learn from them, see their techniques, see what's working, and maybe see what doesn't work. Maybe you see something that they're doing that does not apply to you kind of way like you don't like that style because you have to make it your own as well too these scripts and all that stuff that we're all reading it took me i don't know five years into the business that you i realized you don't read the scripts exactly what's on the paper you change it to the way you talk and as soon as i started just getting the gist of what the scripts meant and just saying it my own way it just such a difference it just added confidence it added everything that i needed to you know just do great things so I think it is good to be part of a team to learn everything you can, but all at the same time, maybe you don't work well with other people. And I know definitely I don't work well working for someone else. I have to, I have to be in charge of everything yeah. that I do, my schedule, my way, or it doesn't work out in my mind. So for me, I had to go solo because I just couldn't, just couldn't do it the other way. But absolutely, for anyone else, I do recommend going to going to a team because if you could handle listening to someone else, then do it. But for me, I can't. 
Yeah, and to piggyback off of that, I think that's a, one of the reasons why I decided to go solo because I feel like I am a leader, you know. Yeah. At the hospital, I'm actually a relief charge nurse, so I take care of the whole floor. You know, I have to oversee all the nurses, all the CNAs, um, you know, facilitate and mediate all the problems that the doctors or families have. So yeah. I feel like I'm a natural leader, so I... I You're used to all that pressure I'm and everything already. I'm used to all that pressure, so now... That I'm solo, I get to breathe and just yeah. do things my way. What, not way. that the, the DJ team way. was the DJ way. Not <laughs> yeah. that it was bad. Being no, there's different way. ways of doing everything. Right. There's different successful people in different yeah. businesses and different ways of everything. Yeah. And I've learned that too. So that, thank you so much, DJ. Podcast number six has been amazing. Oh. It's been quite an honor to have I'm you here. I'm so happy to be here. Great. And thank you so much for thank having me. Thank you so me. much. Is there one thing that you can maybe leave the listeners with? One tip that would change their lives? Whatever. Yeah, I think that if you're interested in doing anything in, in your life, um, making a change, I think just go for it. Even if it's unorthodox. I mean, look at me, you know, coming from medical background, going to real estate, it's it's, um, it's just opposite. But yeah. you know what? At the same time, I love it. And yeah, just if you want to do something, go for it. Go for it. Well said. And thank you so much, DJ. This has been podcast number six. So make sure to subscribe. We're on all platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Android platform, YouTube as well too, on Facebook and Instagram. I'll as well tag DJ so you guys can go ahead and follow her too. This has been podcast number six of Property Cousin HQ. Thank you so much. Woo